What's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of Talk to Us Nice. You're listening to your girls, Mika and Kelsey. And I don't know, it's been kind of a traumatic week for me. I've broken three nails. That is traumatic. I feel like I deserve more than this. I'm a good person. I got them fixed on Friday because my middle finger broke. It's probably because I was putting it up too much. You know, you know how I do. (laughs) And then I got them fixed. And then last night I went to go get an ice cream sandwich out of my freezer and my body said, fuck you. What did I tell you? You shouldn't be eating this shit anyway. And my index finger snapped off. And guess what? I still fucking ate that ice cream sandwich because then I was sad that it happened to my nail and I needed comfort. So, yeah. What are you going to do? Not eat it now? No. Like you need that food to comfort you in your time of fucking despair and exactly sadness that's there's nothing worse than getting your nails done and you still have a couple of weeks to go and something like egregious and like terrible fucking happens did I even use that word right I don't know baby (laughs) (laughs) egregious is a word I don't I'm not saying I don't believe you I I don't know if you're using it right outstandingly bad and shocking look at me fucking go go. look at me go you want to know why because i've been Mm. reading we love a well-read bitch i'm expanding my vocabulary and i've honestly really like it i've really been enjoying reading lately (laughs) i'm so happy i'm so happy for you that you are into the world of reading (laughs) thank you me too i can't tell you the last time i read a book and it's kind of embarrassing like you know when you hear people talking about like great books that they're reading or like, oh my God, this author's coming out with another book. I'm like, who is this author? Do I know them? Should I know them? Is everybody doing things without me? Like, did I miss I the fucking memo? I love reading. I can give you a ton of books if you want. Like, what type of books do you like? Like nonfiction, sci-fi, fantasy, like what? Um, I'm figuring it out right now. So right yeah. now I'm reading short stories okay. and I'm very into them. I love this for you. Thank you. let me know if you need to borrow anything because you also know my roommate's in publishing so she always has the books that I want and so I take it I take what I want yeah enough about reading though back to my one true love tv have you been watching anything fun recently I so if you guys have been listening you know I have a stepper now (laughs) and I'm all about that stepper life getting in my steps in the morning and I always need a show to watch like I can't just be on the stepper and I can't just do something audio based. I need to be looking at something to distract me from the fact that I'm doing <laughs> physical exercise. To distract you from your misery. <laughs> so I always have a stepper show. And my roommate keeps telling me to watch Ginny and Georgia. And I'm just, it's not going to happen. I just can't. There's too many cons to that series that it, I just feel like it's never going to drag me in. But right now, I'm on The Witcher, which has, you know, one of the six white men that I will take with me to the end of the world. So <laughs> what's up, Honey Cable? He is a sexy-ass man. I heard he's boring, though, but also I've never met him. So I mean, he was Superman, and Superman is boring. I'm sorry, Superman is beautiful, but he's boring. I mean, aren't they're all boring. What are they all supposed to do? All superheroes are, like, dumb. No. Iron Man <laughs> is not dumb. Billionaire philanthropist. Oh, God. Playboy. I, can't, I, cannot, <laughs> I cannot get dragged down this fucking rabbit hole. I will. I will drag you to the No, nail. no, no. Let's just talk. Let's just talk about your. No, your let's talk about more superheroes because how fucking dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he just went um, Instagram official with his girlfriend 
on I don't know, it seems like, fake to me. It seems fake, whatever. Eden News like posted about it, but she was a um super sweet 16 girl. Of course you'd know that tidbit. Of That's course. the tidbit, you know. That she was a super sweet 16 girl. That show was life, bitch. I know. Wasn't Tiana Taylor on it? She was. That's the witch you're about, sorry. We just didn't even talk about it. See, the thing is with me, I'm very terrible at describing things I've discovered. Is he a witch? Yes or no? Sort of. (laughs) I feel like I'm not far enough in it because his eyes go black and, you know, sometimes he does like this pulse thingy, but they keep calling him a mutant where there are witches in the show where they just say she's a witch. He is not. Yeah, they just call him witcher. He has like white platinum hair. And it's not like he uses his magic all the time. Like he uses it like once in a blue, but he's mostly just like a physical fighter. So I can't really tell you. (laughs) How long has this show existed for? How many seasons? 2019. Okay. December, I believe. And I'm just getting on it now. (laughs) I mean, like most things, I like to show up late to the party. It's fine, you know, because another season's coming so that if it comes before I finish this one, then I can just trail right in. Perfect. And I do love that. Your power, you already knew. The third eye is always. Is always open, bitch. That's funny though. The black eyes and the like body pulses reminds me of True Blood. Because yes, if you guys have been listening to us for months now, I'm still watching True Blood. He had to take a little break, but we're back, baby. Better than ever. Um, We're just getting to the season with the witches and werewolves. Delicious. I love it. Joe Manganiello is hot as hell. He's so beautiful. And I also love the way, so Sofia Vagara, Mm -hmm. she gets divorced. And before she's on the market for too long, he's just like, no, I got to get in there. He said, "Um, hi, I heard there's an opening. Basically. What's that? Basically, like she was like, oh, I think she was filming or like he was filming something and he was like, how would I take you out this weekend? And she's like, oh, we can just wait till you finish filming. Or if it's her, then she finished filming. And he's just like that. He wasn't going to take any chances because he can't let her be single for too long. And he's like, no, this weekend's good. And look where that fucking got her. I know. Well, got him. He's the one who got him. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, I liked it. I liked it. He saw what he want and he got it. He absolutely fucking did. And I think that's gorgeous, especially because her piece of shit ex-husband is like still trying to steal her eggs from her. What? Wait, what? Because her and her ex had frozen her eggs like for IVF in the future. And then they got a divorce and he's been like actively trying to steal her eggs. And all the courts are like, no, homie. Every time. Why can't he? Why does he want her ex? Just like another woman. Like what? Just another way for a man to fucking have power over a woman. You know, you know how the old story goes. That is sick. That is sick. Because it was happening when they filed for divorce and like it's still happening, even though she got married to like Joe Manganiello. Like it's crazy. He wants her eggs. That's some wild shit. He wants her DNA because she's gorgeous, but that's no. No, yeah. <laughs> her son is hot. Yes, I'd fuck her son. I think her son's like 26. I usually like them older, but that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, just a young Gen Zer on TikTok, <laughs> shooting my shot. 
I'm going to find out how old he is, actually, because I want to be correct. Sophia Vergara, son. Oh, what just happened? I can't spell. That's what happened. Um, oh, wait, is this the one I'm thinking about? This is not the guy I was thinking about. I take it back. He's still attractive, but I had a different picture in my head of the... Oh, and he's 26, but my mind. Wow. Um, wow, bitch. Oh, I'm lying. That article's from 2019, so he's not 26. <laughs> but you're close. You picked an article with the correct age he would have been. Exactly. Yeah. He is attractive. He's not the person I was picturing in my head. I wonder whose son that is. But anyway. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about children, though, can we talk about Nick Cannon expecting twins with I don't even know how many women he has kids with now. Now this is going to be his fifth and sixth child. We also know he's the one carrying the twin gene because he had the twins with Mariah. He has he's going to have two with this one. I think he had two with the woman. I, I don't know if he cheated on Jessica White with or if the timing was really close. But one, Jessica White, to me, Jessica White was always that bitch. I always thought she was so beautiful. I don't know who she is. Sorry. No, please look her up. I love Jessica White. Okay, let's see. Oh, gorgeous girl. Right? And I don't know. He played her. He he did something. I don't know. The, The wires were crossed. And I just feel like people aren't talking about how Nick Cannon is just a classier future. (laughs) He's just a future that can't rap. Like, that's who Nick Cannon is. He is, like, this shit's shysty. What he did to Jessica White, that poor, like, I'm not gonna say poor girl, because she doesn't want our fucking pity. Because I think she also, she had come out with a story that, you know, she has trouble reproducing and all that stuff, and they weren't having kids and things like that. And then... Um, he got another woman pregnant. That's what I'm saying. I think the timelines crossed. He got another woman pregnant and she still stayed with him. And she still put up pictures of the both of them and how much she loves him. But then all of a sudden he was with that other girl. And then he, now I don't know who this other woman is. I don't know if the picture makes, cause I didn't, once I saw that this, a woman was pregnant with twins and I saw Nick Cannon standing next to her. I just, I turned the, the page. I just couldn't take it anymore. I don't think it's the same woman that he got pregnant previously. I think there's a whole nother woman. I didn't even know he was seeing. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. He's in his turban. I just can't. I mean, the pictures <laughs> are beautiful, but like that shit is wild. It's like Neo, Neo. I will never, this will never leave my mind. The fact that Neo made his ex-wife get her tubes tied because he didn't want more kids. And now with Crystal Smith, his wife, they're on their fifth kid. How did I never know this? That's messed up. That's what I'm saying. If a man wants to, he will. Like, (laughs) that's just what it is. If, you know, if there's a will, there's a fucking way and they're going to find it. Oh, just thinking about this is so crazy to me. Yeah, but Nick Cannon is a loose cannon. Like, I need people to realize that <laughs> like, condoms don't work on him. Uh, and he produces I'm sure. them two at a time, so watch out. I mean, I'm sure he's not practicing safe sex because he just keeps having babies. I would be so fucking mad. Like, I get life happens, and it is what it is. You don't know people's life stories, but I would be fucking tight. Yeah. I'm like, hello, this, I'm still with a newborn and you about to have newborns. It's honestly, because everybody's tagging Jessica White in the new baby photos. And it's, it's honestly fucked up because she's spoken about how it's hard for her to conceive and stuff like that. So why, 
like I feel like some people think like they're having her back. Like, did you see this? It's like she knows already. I um, feel like people don't know. Like it trickles down the line. Like these celebrities know everybody's business before we know their business. Truly. Like, that's not helping anything. Leave that woman alone. Damn. Wait, what did he did he have the baby with her named like Princess Angel, whatever? I don't know. Sorry. No, one of the babies has a wild name and I just have to look it up. <laughs> He has the twins with Mariah. And then with Brittany Bell, he had Golden. Yes. And Powerful Queen. That was her name. Yes. What I call Precious Angel. (laughs) I mean, similar. (laughs) Because in one of them, Wendy, Wendy Williams, called called the baby an oops baby. And everyone was like, what the hell is wrong with you? He's like, no, he cut that off real quick. He's like, my baby's not an oops baby. It's not, it's not a mistake. That's my baby kind of thing. Damn. Wait, so was he dating Jessica White? They don't have any kids yeah. together. No, because it's hard for her to conceive. And that's Got why it. it's, it's even more messed up that people keep tagging her. She put out a statement. She put out a statement because people are ridiculous. Damn. Oh, men ain't shit. So he already cheated on, you know, just, well, I don't know if it's a cheat or whatever the messy, sloppy timeline is. And I'm just like, please leave this woman alone. Man, Nick How Cannon crazy is, is that? People don't is- talk about it. Like, and I'm just like, Nick, but Nick Cannon can afford that shit. Like, people also forget how rich Nick Cannon is. He's the head yeah. of networks and shit. Like, Nick Cannon yeah. is undercover. Rich, rich. Like, people just talk about how bad he is at rapping, but he makes his money other ways. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, this is what Jessica White put up. I really hate being tagged in things that have nothing to do with me. I'm a very strong and happy woman who isn't broken. Leave me out of this. I wish everyone the best, and I always send and use this app as well as my life to put out loving energy. I stay in a loving vibe always. I challenge you guys to do the same. You sleep better at night. The photos are stunning, by the way, and I'm happy for Nick and Abby. May God continue to bless him and his family. Now, let's get back to some old school love jams, because I guess they were listening to freaking verses and everyone lusting. I can't. I was like, this is an old man. Stop lusting. Stop it. Stop it. But yeah, Nick Cannon is just he out here. He's he's in these streets. He's actually in these streets. Wilding out. And people just, no one talks about it. Everyone's like, future this, future that. And it's like, okay. But Nick Cannon's popping them two at a time. And he is young. And who knows how long this will go for. Because Nick I'm Cannon sorry, has I'm... a twin gene in his sperm. <laughs> I'm just, I remember what a time Wild and Out was. That was such a vibe in history. They're bringing it back. They're bringing him back because they couldn't find a host for it. So I was like, could they try to offer it to um, DC as well? And he's just like, Nick Cannon gave me my start. Like, I'm not stabbing him in the back. And so I feel like they they couldn't <laughs> find anybody to replace him. And so they're giving it back to him. He's a villain. He's actually a villain. Oh, my God. Nick Cannon's a villain? Yeah. What'd he do? Just, he can't even snap back at people. I didn't say he was a good one. I just said he is. Okay, so he's like <laughs> Megamind. <laughs> Tries really hard to be a bad villain and is just yeah. not. Like, how does Mariah Carey's comeback songs at Eminem beat anything he even wrote on paper to try to get back at Eminem? Oh, I don't know. Not one Nick Cannon anything. Oh, anything. no. He put out, so there was this one song, I will say. I was just like, oh, I feel on this shit. I think it's called, like, Can I Can I Live? I think that was the one song that I was like, finally, Nick Cannon, all your years of trying. <laughs> and then after that, everyone's just like, please stop. Please stop yeah. it. No, honestly, gun to the head. If you told me name a Nick Cannon song, I'd 
don't know. I feel like if I play the song, you'll know what it is. Hold on, I'm going to play it. For you and our listeners. If they ask me to do his drumline set, though, sure. I could do that. Do you play the drums? No, but I know what it's supposed to sound like. Screaming. I'm dead. Yeah, because the video had Tatiana Ali, who I was obsessed with as well. That's static from the song, not our mics, people. (laughs) The song sounds made up. (laughs) It's coming, I swear. (laughs) No. He didn't even speak yet, Kelsey. Give him a second. Uh, I'm going to have to say. Listening to it now, song. years later, it doesn't sound as good. <laughs> but back then back then it was pop as 1.1 million views back then it was what we want what i thought it was now <laughs> god bless but yeah they're giving it back to nick wilding out and it's still it's still going i don't know I do remember when it was really big, back when like they tried to do that Yo Mama show too with Wilmer. With Wilmer Valderrama. Yes, mm-hmm. I used to love, I used to love MTV back in the day. Like before it was fully, before I realized that they weren't doing music anymore, but they were doing like these shows like Wild and Out, Room Raiders. Mm-hmm. I love the fucking Room Raiders. Date My Mom. Next. Next. Yeah, yeah. That was good television. And now... Now, honestly, they're just resting on the laurels of the challenge, which I, I watched the challenge from the very beginning. Like I've seen, like, I, of course, I watched reruns of the beginning seasons because I'm too young. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I have watched every single season. I, I kind of I stopped watching probably like maybe two, three seasons ago now. But it's so weird because now is a time there's where it's actually really big. But I liked it when it was just the MTV people. Yeah. And now it has like Big Brother, it has UK shows and all that stuff. And I get it because that's honestly what has given them like all this viewership now because they've added all these people from the other shows. But yeah, it kind of slowed me down on watching it. What's yeah. up, Johnny Bananas, CT, you know, oh, uh, S, my OG crew, you know? OG. Uh, when I tell you, I was so hard for fucking DM and CT. Oh my God. And then when they didn't work out, I was like, okay, I guess, you know, it is what it is. And then she got really sick and she passed away and he was devastated. I thought about it more than. More than I should have. More than I should have. It literally, I would be in my bed just thinking about it. (laughs) Just looking at the ceiling like, this is so fucked. He loved her so much. He loved her so much. Even when they did, what was it? Battle of the Exes. I don't know if it was the first one or the second one where I was just like, oh my God, are they going to get back together? (laughs) And I was so hyped and I wanted them to get back together so bad. Because that's what we had. Like, that was such a, like I said, it was such a moment in time of television to just mm-hmm. really be fully invested in these people. I was truly upset when she passed away. When anything happens to any of those people, I'm like, what? Like, mm-hmm. are Danny and Melinda still even married? I don't know. I won't look it up. I saw Evan in the street once by my old job. And I know he saw me looking because I was like, (laughs) 
Like my neck snapped so hard. I I, and then like, are. who was it? Camilla who got kicked off finally. Are Leroy and Cam still together? I don't know. But yeah, I was I was very into the challenge. And now I feel like that's the only real thing on MTV that I would continue watching. Oh, you don't care about Floor Bama Shore or 16 and Pregnant? Please spare me, no. Teen Mom? No. I never got into Teen Mom. I watched maybe like one or two episodes when Cheyenne and Corey got on. And then I was just like, well, I don't care about any of the other families, so I'm just going to (laughs) stop. My thing with Teen Mom is I was like, I understand the point of the show was to be like, look how fucked up your life can be if you have sex before you're married. But I was just like looking at these kids and I was like, God damn it. You can't even like watch Reba after school if you wanted to, because you have to like hang out with your baby. You you can't even watch Reba. Didn't in Reba, didn't she have a child at a young age too? Oh my God. Isn't that the point of Reba? That's the show you picked. Oh my God. Well, I was just thinking what I used to watch after school. You just picked a different variation of 16 and pregnant. Damn. Okay. Well, then I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Screaming. Another thing that unfortunately happened this past week was the passing of DMX. People tried really, really hard, sent all their prayers and love and you know what I mean? But sometimes it's just time, no matter how devastating it is. And people are posting all these videos of him just being him, like dancing and just having a good time. And there's multiple videos. So many people have met DMX too. And I'm actually like very salty about it because I'm from New York and I never seen DMX anywhere. And then I remember like even before the pandemic, unless I was going to work, your girl wasn't really out in these streets. So I get it. Yeah. He missed her chance. I did. And it's honestly kind of very devastating. Yeah. But yeah, you just hear nothing but good stories and just joyfulness. Anytime someone talks about DMX online right now, like, did you hear about the one who brought his wife out in a bonnet? Derek's or something like that. You didn't no. see that? I never heard of him until it was all over the shade room and all over Twitter and things like that. And this guy, Derek, cheated on his wife and literally had an apology video, but like dragged her onto this apology video. This woman had a bonnet on her head. Oh, wait, was this the guy who was cheat? Who was, um, he was like uh, a relationship expert? Yes. And he's like literally holding, they're holding hands and it looks mm-hmm. like they're going to break through skin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know exactly who that is. Exactly. So he posted about DMX and my boy Cam. (laughs) Cameron was not having it because they've had beef for a minute, (laughs) apparently. And Cameron was just like, fuck you. You're trying to distract from your lying ass situation. You're trying to get people to forget what you did. Don't talk about DMX. Like I knew DMX personally, like all this stuff. It got really, apparently Cameron has been waiting a minute to get back at this dude. He was, he's been waiting at the flagpole for him for a minute. On some real shit though. So then Derek, Derek wrote him back and was like, big homie, you acting like I cheated on you. This ain't the type of event to use your voice. This ain't the type of event to voice your hurt feelings about me. Respect this brother's legacy and his family more than you're doing right now. And then Cameron was like, you should have never, you should have never, never tried to talk crazy when me and my ex broke up. 
Our time was just up and I didn't get caught cheating, lying, etc. You the biggest cloud chaser I ever seen, nigga. You only seen this because the shade room posted it. You're going to have to find a new gig because I'm going to keep reminding people what you are and what you're about. Somebody should have told you high play, my nigga. And fuck out of here with the man's legacy shit. You don't care. You're just looking for something to post where people don't remind you of the foul nigga you are, Waldo. Okay. I was like, yes, say it with your chest, Cameron. Like, what? He threw the damn gauntlet. He danced all over him. Like, this was crazy. And then, oh, now I'm just seeing, too. This wasn't here when I was looking at it before. I guess Derek wrote again under it. So this really isn't about DMX, but about your breakup in 2017. Much respect to the legend DMX and my deepest condolences and condolences, can I read? And apologies to his loved ones. God bless. And now people are just dragging other drama onto this. I know, which I hate. I feel like that always happens. Yeah. When like, and it's just like, let's just admire the person that was lost, especially you know, he struggled his entire life with drugs Mm -hmm. and relapsing. And he was just did another rehab stint like 2019, I believe. And he didn't even relapse. I think he was just scared of relapsing. Mm -hmm. And it's just so crazy. The power that like drugs and alcohol and if you abuse them, they have on you. And it's like, like he was 50. My mom is 50. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's crazy. And he has a lot of kids and just he has like a lot I just of fucking like he has kids. so much more love to continuously give. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Like I, I don't even know what else to say about it. Cause when you see all these videos, like everyone is just in a good mood around him, you know? And it's hard to find those people where you just find joy around no like no matter the time or day. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you know, all the Rough Riders were in front of the hospital and things like that. I know, they gave him a little hood vigil. Yeah. Because, you know, like, this person and his music and what he stood for is so much different than, like, who that actual person is under all of that personified, you know? Like, when Gabrielle Union came out and said when she was doing Cradle to the Grave with him, he would just be, like, in his trailer watching Golden Girls. I'm like, oh. <laughs> doesn't love Golden Girls, you it's know? And it's all so hard. <laughs> I was like, of course he was like watching fucking Golden Girls and like, you know, he just, it's sad because he was so young Mm -hmm. and really influential to rap in New York as a whole in general. So Mm -hmm. just sad. Yeah, I was really pissed that there was just so much like confusing information and different statements coming out as well. And it even got me because everybody was saying like RIP and I was just like, Oh, he, he passed like, that's it. It wasn't just like Twitter or whatever, like people were reporting it and things like that. And then the manager has said it wasn't true that he isn't gone yet. And then the next day they finally did announce it. And to, I, I know how that feels. So it's just like a waiting game of when or whether or not you're going to pull the person off of life support and stuff like that. So that it can't be easy for the family either to have to like, they're probably getting texts and like they're seeing people post about it and hasn't even been done yet, even though, you know, it's, it's coming up. Yeah. It's just, it, it's not a great feeling. Yeah. I can't imagine sitting there and, you know, seeing TMZ come up and report what the hell's going on. And you're like, Okay, I'm literally in the room with this guy right now. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, who is telling you this? Where is this coming mm-hmm. from? And then, yeah, people have been, like, talking about his masters being sold and then, like, all of these selling, like, merchandise to, like, help raise money for the family. And the family is like, we don't know anything about that. I'm like, I can't believe. Like, people are already trying to... Scam him. Scam him. 
if you want to scam somebody, let's just, you know, quick hop over to the pond and let's start scamming Prince um, Philip's death instead. Yeah, we can go right into that. We can go right into that. <laughs> Prince Philip has passed away at 99, like what, two months shy of his 100th birthday? I guess. And did you know that? Some people are having the goddamn gall and nerve to say that Megan drove him to an early death. <laughs> I was like, this early man death. is this early. This Please. man is weeks away from triple digits in his age. And you have the nerve to say he looks like he looked like taxidermy. I'm sorry. I have to say it. Anytime they had him in a car, I was like, that's a lie. That it's is not fake. him. That's not him. And you're telling me that Meghan Markle drove him to an early grave? I don't I don't know about that. I would like to get that fact checked because something just doesn't add up. And I so out. think it's his fucking age. Like he was, I don't know. Maybe it's his birth certificate. It doesn't add up. <laughs> like, and the crazy shit is, the crazy shit is, I have pictures. My great grandma passed away when she was 104. At 99, that bitch looked immaculate gorgeous skin she was walking around dancing hanging out we love that and i was like and i'm also i can't believe that we just saw this oprah interview however many months ago that was how many years ago that how many years (laughs) at this fucking point but with um you know people just talking about the tabloids how crazy the british tabloids have been towards megan and then naturally prince philip dies and that's exactly what they're doing again and people are just like feeding into it i'm like we're really having news articles about megan markle not attending the fucking funeral i'm sorry was she supposed to attend the funeral of a family who literally hated her and her baby and when she said, hey, I'm going to kill myself, they said, go right ahead. We, we're not stopping you and we don't want to help you. So well, what do you want? And also, she's eight months pregnant. And she's, uh, what yeah. if it's her doctor saying, hey, it's not safe to fly right now. People are just completely ignoring that. They're just like, oh, I can't believe I can't she's not believe. going to this funeral. I'm like, you know, they don't got no money. They went on Oprah and said they didn't have any money. Listen, my man is about to be head of the board of a mental health situation thing that I can't remember what it's called right now, but he's going to get his bank. And so leave my Harry alone. And I'm just I will like, defend that slightly balding man till death. I'm so sad that that's happening <laughs> to him. He deserves better. Um, <laughs> deserves Rogaine. Just Rogaine that shit. No one will have to know. I wish I didn't see that. I wish I could unsee it. I know. It's the Prince Charles curse. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then Lana Del Rey. What was that about? What? I can't. She said, what what did she say? Like, I want a love like this. I've always wanted a love like this or something like that. And everyone's like, they were cousins told me. Like, even her fans are like, we're tired of backing you up. I need you (laughs) to chill the fuck out. Lana, I actually need you to do less. You were dating a cop. Then you made that statement about the black women in your video. And now you're like, you want a love like this? Just move to Kentucky. You'll have a love like that. It's and it's cousin. <laughs> the thing that cracks me up about Lana Del Rey and her fans, because everyone's always like, oh, she's like a Brooklyn girl. Like, no, she was born in Rochester. <laughs> so, you know, just have that narrative in the back of your mind and remember that she is not a fucking, you know, cool Bushwick babe, like off the Halsey. And like, you know, that didn't happen. Yeah. She's from Rochester, New York. And we all know. We all know when you start going up north what happens. Ayo. And then that, oh my God. 
that Kerry Washington tweet, just to even just to tie both of the things we just talked about together. The Kerry Washington tweet. Do I have it in my many photos that I've screenshot? <laughs> yeah, do you? I because hope so. It's people who were pissed anybody? off. Poor Carrie. Carrie, she um, didn't deserve this hate though. She didn't. Know. Like she's just this pure person, and yeah. people are just they're just ready to claw down. She said, anybody else? <laughs> Sorry, I can't even read it with a serious tone. <laughs> anybody else wondering what DMX and his royal highness Prince Philip are chatting about together at the pearly gates? My love to both of their families. May they both rest in peace. Very nice tweet. You know, like it's it was still wild, but people really just decided not today, Carrie. We have to tell you that this is fucking ridiculous. I mean, because honestly, what the hell would DMX and Prince Philip have anything to say to each other? One is a colonizer. I just there's no correlation. I feel like the correlation is that they're both dead. Yeah. It happened around the same time. So naturally they'd be in the waiting area together. Is but do we is there a waiting area? Is it like the good place? Is there a couch? Is it more than one person at a time? We don't know. We don't actually know. Will someone see Lil Nas going from a pole from heaven down to, you know, like we don't know. I certainly hope. And this was an open question for other people to answer. Anybody else wondering? <laughs> yeah, you know what, Carrie? That's what he's Highness is talking about. Carrie, that's where you went and fucked up. You asked for- He invited the hate. Yeah, you invited audience participation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was Mm -hmm. on you. But it's also, it wasn't like she tweeted like, like, damn, I wish their ages were reversed because DMX deserved to live longer. You know, like- (laughs) (laughs) She didn't say anything crazy like that. But people, That's but, hilarious. but people really fucking came for her. I think it's because people just don't like her. She's I don't know like, why. I think there wasn't anything like detrimental that she's done or anything like that. Right? No, I don't think it's. Do you know? Like, there's a there's just like a list of celebrities that like really haven't done anything, but people just like whenever they open their mouths, they're just like shut the fuck up. Oh, like Anne Hathaway for a while, everybody hated her. Exactly. Everyone hated Anne Hathaway until she did a little stint on Drag Race this past season. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was like, I feel like it was after she did Lip Sync Battle and she did Miley Cyrus and everyone was like, all of a sudden, everyone was tweeting about it forever. Yeah, but I feel like there were still some haters out there. You know, there was still some Anne Hathaway hate. But I'm like, Kerry Washington is one of those celebrities. That doesn't matter what she does. I can't believe they made a mask with her like you know how she like shapes her mouth when she talks i can't believe they made a mask with it <laughs> just <laughs> i can i thought about getting one for a sec just to be funny i'm like no i'm not spending money on like i actually have to wear this around like I, you know it's so fucked another thing that happened diddy diddy had the nerve the goal to come out and say we're done letting corporations manipulate our culture into believing incremental progress is acceptable action if you love us pay us and then had like a letter to corporate america that he wrote (laughs) man the the same man who didn't pay any of his artists still has control of their masters literally i feel like they had like a three song cap before he was just like, all right, fuck y'all. Y'all not making any more money, but I'm not taking y'all off my label. Like, 
His girlfriend, Cassie, had maybe like, what? I think she had one more than the regular. She had like four songs. And then he was just like, no, no more. And he dated Cassie for like 10 years. He had the nerve. He had sweatshops in Honduras. Still hasn't paid. (laughs) Still hasn't paid half of his broke ass artists. Like, Mm. I just can't believe it. And you know, Aubrey O'Day from Vanity (laughs) Kane. She has tea on everybody. I honestly don't even Yeah, know. did she say anything? Did she say she anything? She said, those living in glass houses, pay your artists first with like the eye roll thing. That was also a moment in time. Making the band. Making the band was it. It was it. I loved it. Hold on. Let me see if I can find more. And everybody was going around saying no bitch assness. Because then she also has you- something to say about the other thing that came up very, like what, two days ago? Yesterday, maybe? I don't know. Time doesn't exist. Usher? What in the actual fuck? Um, Please tell the people about the Usher dollars. Yeah, I'm going to tell everybody about the Usher dollars. So Usher went up into a fucking strip club. He was up in the club. He had this girl dancing for him. Her name was Pisces. Pisces said that (laughs) she looked down and she saw Usher there. And she was like, oh my God, I'm about to, I'm going to throw my whole ass in his fucking face and make this money right now. Because as you fucking should. So then to her surprise, she sees that all the money that he's left her is fake money. They're called Ush Bucks. And um, (laughs) it's fake um, ones, 20s, and hundreds, and they have like Usher's face on them. And so naturally she took it straight to fucking social media. Mm -hmm. She called him out for for being fucking broke and for having the audacity to show up and do that shit. But then apparently it was actually just all a misunderstanding. And the bills were used to promote Usher, the Vegas experience, his upcoming residency, which is set to launch in July. Well, she was also saying that she never said it was the only money that he gave. But I was like, baby girl, you got to be more clear because that's what it seemed like. Yeah, I was like... And that's what they ended up saying. It's just, they were like, no, like Mr. Raymond definitely tipped. He even left more Mr. than Raymond. He even left more than, you know, the the fake Usher money. It, mm-hmm. He left three more denominations of what that would come out to. I was like, okay, girl, you wanted us to come for Usher. You but doesn't he have money. like a whole ass? Does he is he seeing somebody, the the mother of his kids, or no? Cause I'm also just like, what what are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> why are you why are you there what's going on he is promoting his business he's oh, working in the, in the strip club mm-hmm. okay working would you go see his show yeah i would i i like usher's music yeah um oh my god but oh so back to the reason how we originally got here um aubrey o'day was like so first usher handed out herpes now it's fake money i'm not amused <laughs> She's savage. Aubrey O'Day is savage. Go off. Her heart is damaged. Damaged, damaged. I thought that I should let you know. Once again, you guys are welcome. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I just, I would, I would see an Usher concert. Back in the day, let me fucking tell you, I, the soundtrack of my life was a lot of Usher music. Because I made it so. My boo came out and me and this boy that I, it was just, it was so Degrassi. My God. (laughs) (laughs) 
But one day, like everybody knew that we had liked each other. It was back when no one really like said out loud that they liked each other. Yeah. We're always together and yada, yada, yada. So like the guys I used to play basketball with at the park, we're all friends with them as well. And one time I was walking into the park and they all stopped the basketball game that they were playing and start, they started singing it on the court as I walked in. <gasps> I was so embarrassed. Oh no, why? I, I ate felt, that shit up. No, I wanted to die. Like, I was just like, please stop. Because we hadn't even really said it, you know, like we said it to our friends, but like not to each other. So I felt so uncomfortable. Oh my God. Did you guys break up the next day? Oh no. He was the boy that was just like, I originally had said it was just a bunch of fucking Degrassi drama. Yeah. We were best friends and we had another girl best friend and they had seen each other, but then she'd moved away and we never thought we were going to see her again. And so then we started like mm, flirting or whatever. And then she came back and it was just all this shit. It was a lot lot for little preteen Mika. (laughs) And Usher was getting you through it. The whole Usher Usher, was getting me through it. The whole Usher discography was doing the damn thing. It was. Burn. Then I hurt my feelings. But or not. Brand got me through it. Got a little burn, deep tongue and nose. <laughs> In any case, I would definitely go to an Usher concert. But the, it's so funny, but I can't stand Yeah anymore. I can't listen oh. to Yeah. It It's just the amount of times it got replayed throughout my childhood and even that like singular time when it first came out. I can't stand that song now. Mm-hmm. I might, I might twerk to you. You might can't catch stand me. It. You might catch me on a good day. It literally might be the only song I stand still for when it plays. And <laughs> it's the one that has the most beat behind it. I'm, I'm just going to be dead faced. You're like, what do you want? I'm all the way good. I'm not shaking my ass. Not for those Irsh bucks. <laughs> <laughs> now on to Lena Waits. I got, I got a, it's not a bone to pick with Lena Waits because I don't know Lena Waits like that. Not personally, anyway. <laughs> but I don't know what is up with this, like, trauma porn that Lena Waithe just loves to put out into the world. Like, I just, I don't get it. So for those of you who don't know, there's a new show called Them. I believe it's on Amazon. And it has the same font as Us. And it has one of the same actresses from Us by Jordan Peele. But it is not a continuation. It is not a spinoff. I'm just like, nope. why is she not getting sued? I'm very confused. They put a cease and desist on Little Nas for those Nike sneakers. Where's Lena Waits' <laughs> cease and desist letter? Because I was just like, wait, this is not related. So what the fuck is that? Oh, she's chaotic. She's a chaotic evil who presents herself as neutral. But I'm people? like, for the people. But I'm like, Lena, you know what? All Lena's, all Lena's are untrustworthy i'm convinced the name lena has something this is what i was gonna say to you because you had did mention all lenas have like a problem and i'm like what other lena do we know but i did know another lena but you said lena dunham and i was just like oh she's right we don't like lenas but then i was thinking about lena headley who i do love oh from game of thrones yes i was like i know i know another it was eating at me after we yeah. heard the phone i was like i know another lena i know i know another lena okay so she's okay as far as we know for all intents and purposes like lena headley is actually like the supreme lena at this point because she mm-hmm. is unproblematic those other two i don't know i don't know i don't know what lena waith is trying to get with this fucking show i won't even watch it because i'm not going to watch it 
I was heard enough. I was heard enough. I was talking to my friend over the weekend. And oh, wait, before you say that, can we also talk about Lena Dunham's fashion line? That's actually all I want to say about it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> wait, she's coming out with a fashion line? Yes. Okay, I'm going to do some research on my own on that one and I'll get back to you. So yeah, my friend is telling me, oh yeah, have you watched this new show? And I said, no, I don't like being scared like that for no reason. I'm good right now. I'll let it like simmer and then I'll watch it. And she was like, it's actually crazy. And the black trauma is like overpouring on this show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? And then she told me about um, what happens in episode five, which... Lena Waithe's name is not on, but I'm like, uh, I f- don't trust you because I know you definitely fucking did this. And it's up, <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to put a little trigger warning before I say what happens. Trigger warning. <laughs> and it's of a um, black baby getting tossed around in a um, pillowcase while his mother's being raped. And I just didn't need to see that. I didn't even actually need to hear that, but... That was just, to me, I was like, you know what? I don't need to see the show if that's what she's fucking doing. Yeah, like, that's just, so there's this thing circling around that Lena is unwell and she needs therapy. And people are saying, like, yes, Lena does deserve to be dragged for half the stuff she said, but that she's also only an executive producer for two episodes in the show. Like, she isn't, like, the show creator or the in the writing's room or director and anything like that. But she knows how much weight her name holds. Her being executive producer for two episodes and all we're hearing from executive producer Lena Waithe, she knows the weight that her name holds. She knew what was going to happen in the script. And she said, sign me the fuck up. It's just like Queen and Slim. It's just, you know me, I, I definitely try to steer away from Black trauma movies. I think we have a fuck enough. I'm honestly just so over it in general. And I'm I'm not watching it. Like I'm just not. I refuse. Yeah. And I'm also like, why did you so blatantly rip off? I'm I'm not just calling out her. I'm just calling out like everybody who worked on the show. I'm like, why did you so blatantly rip off Jordan Peele's shit? Like, could you have tried a little less, especially because and this is what pisses me off. Like us was all about class. Mm-hmm. And like different class systems and them is all about like race. But I feel like now people are just going to throw these two movies together because they look, you know, the fucking same. Because why wouldn't people group the same shit together? There's I so really many see- other shit we could watch. Like I need everybody. Like I hate that people, they're just so not used to seeing movies like about black love or anything like that, that doesn't have trauma in it, that they consider them boring. Like the photograph. Sylvie's love like I loved Sylvie's love but a lot of people consider those movies boring because they're just so used to like some huge trauma happening or some abuse happening in it so now it's boring to them when they just see regular fucking movies they're like where's the slaves where are the slaves at where's the whipping like why isn't she 16 and pregnant like it's just it's so annoying and so I've decided to compile a list of feel-good black movies for our people to watch because I'm honestly tired let the people know so I have one I mean it's not fully black a lot of POC in it a lot of like mixed cultures whatever but I will always ride for Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella what's up Brandy I fucking love you y'all need to watch some Akilah and B. once again the photograph Sylvie's love 
Sister Act, Sister Act 2, which was better than yeah. Sister Act. Like, Throw hello. <laughs> oh my God, what was I watching? Like, they were like, you're too young to get this reference. But that gave me Sister Act 2 vibes. And I'm like, well, anybody with taste would have watched Sister Act 2 regardless. So I don't know why you threw that line in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> brown Sugar. Have you seen Brown Sugar? Yes. I fucking love Brown Sugar. You know, we got Black Panther, of course. The Wiz. Like, y'all need to get it together. Plenty Let's see. Of movies. I have more. I have more. Bad Boys. Bad Boys 2. Beyond the Lights had a little... A little dramatic elements in it. You know, she was a little, she was sad. I don't think I've seen that one. Um, That's with um, Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Yeah, I, I, I do, I fucks with her. I like her a lot. What else did I write down? Dope. I love Dope. Did you see Dope with um, no. Kiersey Clemens and Shamik Moore? Mm-mm. Watch Dope. I wanted to be here for Halloween, but I was just like, well, this is my style anyway. So it just, <laughs> it's just me dressed up. <laughs> No, I can't wait until we have a new wave of Black movies that just showcase Black joy. (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like, especially when I was younger, there were a lot more Black sitcoms out there than there are now. Like, like we've said it before, like Martin, Moesha, and the Parkers. You know what I mean? I just love Brandy. I'm always going to ride for that. (laughs) Um, Even like you said earlier, Drumline. Drumline, ugh. You know, like there's just so many that I need people to just stop. Like, I don't need to see us being traumatized and tormented for it to be a good movie, because now I'm just considering that not a good movie anymore. Like to me, I'm just like, well, that's on the bottom of my list because I'm not fucking. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's racial violence in this movie. I'm good. I'm 100 percent good on it. My therapist told me not to watch it anymore. (laughs) Actually, she said for my mental you not to create it anymore. (laughs) <laughs> That's why I can't wait to see Marsai Martin's production company. I'm so proud. And she was like, there's no black trauma in any of my shit that's going to be coming out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, let's fucking go. I can't wait to see it. Because it's like, yeah, how many like movies can you think of off the top of your head besides the one that you just named? Like, I couldn't think of any of those had you not just like told me them. Mm-hmm. If you were like, Kelsey, think of five movies right now with a Black storyline and they're not going through something traumatic. I'd be like, I don't know. Even Megan Good, she recently, I watched an interview that she was having that her and a couple of other people were creating this movie and... You know, it was it was a drama, but the showrunners were just like, okay, but where's the funny? Like where like they just wanted stereotypical black people. And she was just like, it's not a it's not a comedy. And it wasn't like some traumatizing movie, but it was just like, you know, black people live in their day in life and they couldn't wrap their heads around just a normal black movie. They're like, wait, you talk normal? Like, where are the Ebonics? Where's the bonnets? And that's it for this episode of Talk To Us Nice. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. Follow us on Instagram at Talk To Us Nice Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talk To Us Nice. Please email us at talktousnice at gmail.com. And we will be back on Sunday for that Talk That Talk edition. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.